I love the smell of napalm in the morning. You see, we're on a mission from God. Great Scott. You're gonna need a bigger boat. Hasta la vista. Hey, go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. You don't chew big red, you. Welcome to this episode of the Movie Zealots Podcast. I'm your host, Tom. Joined alongside my fellow Zealots, Joe and Paul. How are you guys doing for this episode? Ah, uh, doing great. Fantastic. Fantastic indeed. This episode, we are reviewing the movies The Irishman, Last Christmas, Frozen 2, and the feature presentation is Knives Out. But like we do at the beginning of every month. Oh, wait. No. That's not true for this one. Wah, ah. wah, wah. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Paul has already claimed victory, and wow. <laughs> the game for the season has been concluded. And thankfully, Tom's not just having him run up the score. <laughs> I, there is mercy. <laughs> there is a mercy roll, and it is in, in full uh. effect. But uh, fans of games, stay tuned for next season, January, uh, beginning of January, next, not uh, next episode, but the episode after, we will start a brand new game. And Joe, I think I am going to switch it up and make it a different type of game. So I haven't decided what it is or how it's going to work yet, but <laughs> stay tuned. I have, I have Christmas right, vacation it, to figure but, it out. But it has to be a bonus for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it won't get worse. No, no, no. It'll work out better for you somehow, some way. <laughs> All right. So instead of that, let's go right into from the cutting room floor. All right, this episode's cutting room floor. I actually don't have anything, believe it or not. So I'm going to leave it up to you guys to uh, populate this segment. So uh, take it away. I know, Joe, you have something and Paul has something. Paul, do you want to begin since you usually sure. don't uh, Mine's participate? just a complaint that, like, all right, so we all get Maria, however you say her last name. Manunos. Manunos. And her advertisements. But it feels like they're starting to put advertisements, like, in the previews. Which, I mean, after the movie starts, I shouldn't have to watch any more advertisement, right? I mean, I paid to get in here. <laughs> and, and, like, that, that damn thirst, thirstiest time of the year, did you guys have to watch that thing? Oh, that commercial with the yeah, Sprite? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just so sick of seeing those cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because we see movies so much, but... Like, yeah, yeah, well, you see, that yeah. That and, and um, is it AT&T or something there, that has... There's one, and you're like, oh, I'm just so sick of seeing... Oh, that one with that horrible song and the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's bad. Why do we have to watch advertising? I mean, just uh, show up a little later in the movie. Don't show up for the preview. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I do. I'm here for product placement. (laughs) How how do you know when the previews are going to be over, though? I mean, they literally go like go like five minutes after the start time. You should get rid of most of the previews and go right into the trailers. But then I miss the beginning sometimes, right? No, you'll beginning of what the movie. Oh, you're right. You're right. Is yeah. You got a, you got at least twenty minutes of uh, trailers, at least. Yeah. When when did that happen? I mean, I feel like I'm an old man here. You know, back in my day. Yeah, yeah, you're saying. Yeah, they had two or three previews, <laughs> and then they'd be done with it. Gone uh, with the wind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was with the Oz with the um. Didn't have all those colors. It was just black and white. It was lovely. And I had an onion on my belt, which was the style at the time. The ladies knew who were the ladies. Piano player, he would be. <laughs> they had real piano play. They had uh, people in the theater playing organs. Mm, yeah, lovely. <laughs> now I'm going into Sean Connery. <laughs> Miss Money Penny. <laughs> anyway, anyway that, that's my my old guy. Ah, okay, so you're an old man. All right, lovely. Too many, too many advertisements. Dang, and, dang it. And uh, I'd say too many trailers i mean you're literally yeah, a yeah, good half right. hour after the start time 
you could walk in and not miss a second of the movie. And, and that's what I noticed too. They they played the same trailer twice in a row again when I went to Knives Out. Really? They must oh, wait, really want. Yeah, which, which one? Movie they pushing? I don't remember. That's the worst part. I don't even remember. I just well, remember like, let me tell you something. Oh, this stupid trailer. As long as we don't see a trailer for the movie that we're in the theater to see, I'm okay. If I have to sit the Knives Out trailer before I go see Knives Out, oh come on. <laughs> I, I didn't see the Star Wars trailer, which I probably wouldn't have mind so much, but. Uh, I think I did see that. I'm just so over Star Wars. I just wow. Uh, well, that has to be our. That has to in the upcoming uh, episode. That has to be our uh, feature presentation, right? I know that's I mean, killing me. There's no way we cannot have that as a feature presentation. Right? It's like, oh, I gotta go watch this dumb thing now. Oh, oh. my lord. Oh goodness. Well, in the latest Mandalorian episode, are we are we allowed? Is that is that skipping ahead? I. I I haven't. It, I still haven't watched little, more than two episodes. It was a little mediocre. I, you watch it. You let me know. Okay. Had a, you know who Amy Sedaris is? Probably not. No. Strangers with Candy. Did you, did you ever watch that? Nope. Oh, okay. Well, she's in it, and she's she's a great comedian, but I don't know that she fits kind of the you know the huh. Star Wars theme. But go ahead. Right. Anyway. Well, there you go. As long as Baby Yoda is still in it, I'm happy. Oh no, he died. He died. Ah no! no, no. <laughs> baby that would be a weird turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought Yoda was a ghost the whole time. Yeah, I'm a son of a gun. Huh. He really was a puppet. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? If that happens, there would be no escaping that spoiler, right? I mean, it would yeah, be no, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my lord! Holy cow, that would be crazy. All right, uh, Joe, what about you? See, Paul, I had I had something else that Paul reminded me of, and then it went away again just as quick. So, oh, um, lovely. <laughs> it wasn't Mrs. Menounos, was it? No, oh. it was something you said right after Mrs. Menounos, and I was like, oh, I need to mention that, and then it went away. Huh. Yeah, Could maybe. not have been very good. But I noticed, well, and this is a kind of a crossover episode thing with the Vacationeers. Oh. So we were down in Disney Springs over Thanksgiving weekend. Lovely. And they had the giant, they have a giant AMC there and an AMC dine-in. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just, just curious because there was this giant line for Frozen 2. Oh, of course. And as we're going by, I popped open the old AMC app and that theater does not show up in the app at all. Oh, really? Yes. So it's excluded from the AMC. It appears to be. Really? Hmm. Because I was like, oh, well, yeah, we're here. What the heck? And maybe yeah. we'll catch knives out while we're here. Yeah, no, yeah, that's perfect. And I popped the app open, and the closest theater to me was like eight miles away. And I'm like, I'm standing in front of it. I know. Huh. Yeah, I guess uh, no bueno on the old. Uh, did you go to uh, Universal City Walk? Uh, we did not. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, I went Is, to the uh, hotel to get my shot glass from that I didn't get uh, the last trip. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so we parked at the guest check-in parking right <laughs> into the hotel gift shop. Got so we're thinking shot like, glass. you know, we could just park in the garage and hop on that bus and go to City Walk. But <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be uh, totally fine because they don't give you a parking pass or anything for the car. They're garages. No. Yep. I mean, I even could have got a free charge off them while I was there, but I'm yeah, like, no, yeah. I can't, can't really abuse them like that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be part of the problem, Joe. <laughs> I, I try not to be. <laughs> All right, there you go. Uh, anything else? Nope, Other than that I think weird... that's it. Yeah. Unless uh. Paul sparks my memory again. Be his muse, Paul. Be his muse. <laughs> oh, uh... 
Yeah. No, I, 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 I can't think of... I mean, I have plenty of complaints. I just have to come up with one that, more succinctly. <laughs> no worries. You know what? We'll start doing the movies because we have a ton to go through, like I said. And we'll begin with The Irishman released. Well, this is... Uh, it says November 27th, 2019. I'm not sure if that's the theatrical release that released a week early or the Netflix release. I think that's the Netflix, actually, because I think it was released in theaters beginning of November. So... Released, this is a, yeah, Netflix release movie. November 27th, 2019, rated R, runtime, 3 hours and 29 minutes. Yeah, this movie is long. Starring Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and Joe Pesci. Description, a mob hitman recalls his possible involvement with the slang of Jimmy Hoffa. IMDb gives it an 8.3 out of 10, while Rotten Tomatoes Cricks give it a 96%, and the audience gives it an 86%. Box office budget, <laughs> $159 million. And uh, <laughs> Box Office Mojo has... Oh, no, no, not Box... No, IMDb. IMDb has the worldwide gross as $797,000. Wow. <laughs> well, being a Netflix release, you really can't... Yeah, uh, you can't really... It's not apples to apples, you know? So <laughs> that's hilarious, though. Almost $160 million budget that <laughs> didn't make a million dollars. Maybe a couple hundred grand. Yeah, there you go. Um, notes, the house that appears at the beginning of the film is the same house that appears in Goodfellas. Okay, so I have to, I have to edit my, uh, my words here since it's a PG uh, <laughs> podcast. The F word and all its permutations are, of it are used 136 times. This marks the sixth film directed by Martin Scorsese that contains more than 100 uses of the word. All right, so he has listed one, two, three, four... Five movies uh, the, and the counts of the F word in these movies. I'm going to give you all five, and you guys tell me which one do you think is the one with the most use, uses of the F oh word. Oh, boy. Here's our game. <laughs> yeah, here it is. Okay, you have Raging Bull. Yeah, Bull. Raging Bull, Goodfellas, Casino, The Departed, and The Wolf of Wall Street. I'll go with Raging Bull. Raging yeah, Bull. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, it is the Wolf of Wall Street, which would have, I, I would never have picked the Wolf of Wall Street. That's all they said in that. Really? It, it was funny. I was watching uh, The Irishman, and Carol's walking by, and she says, do they use any other words in these mob movies? <laughs> <laughs> That's all they say. Yeah. So, yeah. It was, Wolf of Wall Street, it was a lot. I didn't even realize it. I think for your next game, you ought to include Tarantino and the N-word in the pod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So Wolf of Wall Street has 569 uses, whereas Raging Bull, Paul, has 114. Goodfellas has an even 300. Casino has 422, and The Departed has 237. So, yeah, a lot, lot of F-bombs dropping. Uh, thoughts? Okay, so that's all the notes I have. All right, this, uh, my thoughts, uh, Joe, now you saw this, Paul, you did not. Is that accurate? That is. Okay. I did not see it, no. Okay. Uh, so I started, I, I turned this movie on a couple nights ago, like at 7.30 in the night, thinking, okay, let me, let me just watch this thing. I never even thought, I never even looked to see how long this movie was. So I started watching it, and it was like after, ten, I mean, it was it's going and going. I'm like, oh, my God, what is going on with this movie? And it was like after 10 o'clock, I'm like, this movie is still going. Is this a miniseries or a movie? It was long, and I, I'm sorry, but it felt long. It was a long movie. This thing, they, uh, one of the notes I didn't put in the notes, my notes, is that they considered making it a two-part, like 
to like a movie and a sequel, and they really should have because this no, thing. No, they shouldn't have. <laughs> well, yeah, they're... no, they shouldn't have. It's it's now over, and I can just close this book and not think. Yeah, Joe Pesci, uh, he didn't even want to be in this. Like they had to ask him like over fifty times to be in this movie, come out of retirement. And he, he did not want to, but well, maybe he, maybe he didn't know if they were talking to him or not. <laughs> now let me tell you something about the de aging. I'm fine with de aging. Okay, if you want to make his face look a little younger, uh, so be it. But the one thing de aging cannot do is change old man posture and the way they move. And this movie yeah. failed in that. And so, oh my god! And when Joe Pesci awful. called him, "Hey kid, the Miro," it's like. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah, De Niro at his youngest in this movie looked mid forties, like right? Old, old. He yeah, looked like an old ass man. Yeah, he was never a kid in this movie. Like, now, they it, needed to just get young, yes, bad guy as a, a different actor, and because it was ridiculous, because I had no idea the entire time how old they were supposed to be, because they digitally messed them up so badly. Yep, that I couldn't even gauge their relative ages at any point through the film. Let me tell you something. In, in the worst, the most glaring uh, part of this mm-hmm. was the scene where he, where the 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 um, shopkeeper pushed his daughter, and he went and he beat him up. It looked like a ninety-year-old guy beating up a dude. Like his movements, they weren't fluid. They were very precise. They were slow. It just did not. I mean, it looked bad. Like it was an old man, digitally de-aged. Beating up another dude, it's like, oh and, man, and not even well de-aged. No, no, it I was mean, just de-aged him into his fifties. Well, I mean, how you can't only really do so much. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I mean, the the whole, I mean, all, yeah, yeah, it just doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, this movie was made way like twenty years too late for the for these actors but, to actually. Be you know in. what they, and that is part of my my comment on this thing. These guys are, I mean, I love Pesci, De Niro, oh, love Pacino, it, but, love it, I, but. I mean, you know, and I watch I watch Goodfellas every year. I watch Casino every year. Yeah, fantastic movies. But the these guys are just too old to do this shit. Yeah, wait, yeah, this it this just doesn't. It no longer works. It was a nice thought, but yeah, it just in practice, in, in reality, I was so excited just... to see them the gangs back together again, and then it turns out like, oh, the gangs back together again. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they should be in a nursing home. This is not right. This is not good. I mean, yeah, the only thing that looked natural in the entire movie was when it opened with Robert De Niro in a nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing they didn't have to <laughs> alter. <laughs> yeah, I, I just it was it was way too long. And as as interesting as the story was, it wasn't that interesting to keep me And just the de-aging and the, just watching these old guys act like they're not old guys. Mm-hmm. It just didn't hey, work. Hey, that's that's my gig. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I think they missed the mark on this one too, because if you look at the all the other stories, they have like The Godfather and Casino and Goodfellas. Your your protagonist in the quote unquote protagonist in the movie. Yeah. There's usually something likable about them. Yeah. Right. I mean, even in Goodfellas, where you know Henry Hill's just a bastard. Oh, you know. But uh, he started off, but he was a kid, yeah. right? Who who got sucked into this and his life went all to hell and he became a bad guy. Ray, but there was uh, some spark of something in him, right? Yeah, Ray Lloyd, Ray Lloyd, Ray Leota, Leota. Yeah, Ray Lloyd, Ray Lloyd, Lay. Maybe Leota. Ray. Just, just say Ray now. Ray Lloyd, Loetta. Wait, wait. What is it? Lolita. Lolita. Ray Lolita. Lolita. No, Ray Lorita. No, what is it? Leota. Leota. 
Ray Liotta wanted to be in this movie. Like he, like he said, "Hey, I want to be in this movie," and they never put him in. So. And they were like, "Well, you're not quite as old enough that we." Can- <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, you yeah. look too good. But yeah. I mean, you know, all those characters had had something about them. There was some. There was something about them you wanted to root for. Yeah. Even if they were bad guys. Yeah. This character De Niro played. I mean, it it opened with him stealing from his employer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was just a bitch the entire movie, and then he beat a guy in front of a young girl just to show that he couldn't talk bad. To, I mean, it was like he was a horrible human being the entire time. There was nothing you liked about him. Okay. I, I mean, I, I just didn't like, there was not, no thread of, I like this guy. Yeah, I mean, he was a blue collar, hard worker type guy, I guess. No, he wasn't. He was stealing from his boss. Okay. That's yeah. The, they okay. Yeah. Okay. The movie, him stealing. <laughs> <It> was... <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Yeah. You know, Ray Liotta was this kid who, you know, in Goodfellas, it was just this kid. Yeah. Got he didn't know anybody. This right, glamorous yeah. mob life across the street and kind of got sucked into it. All right. Yeah. You know, Don, you know, the whole Godfather, you know, you had Michael who was yeah. the straight laced guy who got sucked into it with family. This was just like, look, I'm a prick. <laughs> well, actually, this um, Scorsese had De Niro pitched him a different movie, different story. And, uh, Robert De Niro actually pitched this back at him. So it was his idea to actually do this this uh, film over what he originally had planned. So you can blame Robert De Niro on that there, Joe. So there you go. Yeah, this movie uh I I don't I don't I really I'm really torn cuz I don't want to say don't watch cuz especially if you're a fan of these guys in these types of movies, it's nice to kind of see them back together, but in the same respect it isn't because it's so bad it's so badly yeah. done i mean even todd looks terrible <laughs> yeah i know he's in it right. i mean they had I a like, bunch of people in it right him how harvey Keitel's in it i mean harvey Keitel, i was excited some when wonderful yeah show up, but then he was in it for like five minutes yeah he's yeah he's a very small part um and actually the the only like i'd say the true bright spot of this movie was ray romano oh yeah he was good right right i've always hated his comedy and stuff and it's like oh my god I like him. He is really good. Now, I I thought Hoffa, El Pacino playing Hoffa, was really good. I, I he liked did him. a good Hoffa. Yeah, yes. yeah. I I really enjoyed him. I liked the character. I liked the way uh, he played him. So, I'm I'm gonna give this TV. I'm gonna say yeah, definitely. It's worth the. I mean, it's three and a half hours though, so it, it is a time sink <laughs> to watch this movie. And I don't think uh, El Pacino's in the first hour and a half, right? <laughs> no, yeah, he's not in the first movie. <laughs> He made it. He made it in two of the three parts. He's of the in the sequel. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, it's uh, yeah. So I say TV. I suppose uh, Joe. They, could, they couldn't really call it the Hoffa trilogy if he's not in the first movie. <laughs> what say you? Uh, I, I guess I have to go TV as well. I mean, like you said, I mean, they're just you can't say don't watch it because it's this classic combination. But they've just gone to that well too many times. Well, I think this is definitely the last. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't recommend this movie. Yeah. Right. I mean, I I would much rather watch anything else. Yeah. By Scorsese. Yeah. Or or, you know what? You could watch Casino and Goodfellas. <laughs> In the time, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, the also same number of F words. The story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The story <laughs> though is compelling too. If you don't know much about Jimmy Hoffa, I mean, it does give a little bit of history and how close to reality that is i don't know but uh, you know so i mean tv is i think is a good place for it 
Yeah, probably. It's oh. just, just kind of sad. It just <laughs> Netflix yeah. now takes down Scorsese. <laughs> 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 Shit. Oh, it's going going downhill. All That's right. It. Tarantino, <laughs> do not sign a deal with Netflix. Please. For the love of God, man. <laughs> All right, let's move right into Last Christmas. This was released November 8th, 2019, rated PG-13, runtime, one hour, 43 minutes, starring... I mean, I don't know what the order of this starring. This is from IMDb. It has Madison and Goldsby, uh, Emma Thompson, Boris Iskovich. Emily Clark is listed fourth. <laughs> Amelia. Huh? Oh, Amelia. Emily. Oh, I'm doing Emma Thompson. Yeah. Amelia Clark is listed fourth in that list, which is weird, right? Yeah. I thought she was the star of the movie. She is. So I don't think that's, yeah. The... yeah that's weird. <laughs> so, this is, so, yeah, this is what's been wrong with the uh, movie game the entire year. <laughs> yeah. And had I gotten any actors right, I would protest. Well, first of all, you'd have to know the movie first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, description of this movie is Kate is a young woman subscribed to bad decisions working as an elf in a year round Christmas store is not good for the wannabe singer however she meets Tom there her life takes a new turn for Kate it seems too good to be true now that's a good description oh, half these descriptions yeah. are the ninth movie by Quentin Tarantino Alexa read these <laughs> yeah yeah that way I have to do that well I have to read them then she'd have to read yeah I have to do it anyway so Let's go into IMDb because a 6.6 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics get a 47%, while the audience gives in an 81. Box office budget is $25 million and worldwide gross is $69 million. So it's making some profit. Notes. Amelia Clark did her own singing in the film. So that's good. Oh, yeah. Uh, in addition to the title being based on a George Michael written song, Wham! Last Christmas, 1984, songs by George Michael would be used in the film, including the unreleased This Is How We Want To Get... <laughs> this Is How We Want You To Get High, uh, which he worked on in 2016. Oh. All right, so that's the thing. Yeah, this movie... If you are a George Michael fan, you most certainly want to see this movie because the whole soundtrack are his songs. <laughs> it's just... And in last the song Last Christmas is sung by multiple people in this movie and over and over... So if you like George Michael, and which my wife does, and she went with me to see this movie, uh, she absolutely loved this movie because of that. Now I so will this say, is the really. Rocket Man for George Michael. Yes, but it's not yeah. the George Michael story, unfortunately. So they this, just, they're just trying to make sure you get the twist before. If you just sing that song enough, you'll get the twist before. Well, see, that's the, the weird movie. thing about this. Okay, let me let me get that in a second, uh, Paul. So Joe, you said you went to see this movie and it was already out of the theaters. Yes. Yeah, I went to see it. Uh, this past weekend, and it played one time at like 10:20 p.m. <laughs> that was the only showing of it, and I was like, "All right, we're doing it." <laughs> so, like on I Friday night post, at 10:20, and I'm like, like, "Oh my god, that movie's still in theaters. Let's go watch it." <laughs> no, yeah, it's at 10:20 only. <laughs> it's one time in yeah, the middle of the night, Richard. as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and Richmond and Regal. Yeah, okay. And wow. amazing, amazingly, we went to it, and there was like two other couples in this theater. To see this movie, yeah. I'm like, huh? I thought for sure we'd be the only one to see it, but no, we we were joined by others. Well, now, what other what other Christmas movies are out now? I mean, you you think it would be making a killing, right? I'm in the mood for Christmas movie. I mean, yeah, I well, that's why my I, that's why I told uh, my wife. I I said, hey, the only showing is 10:20. We had to go that time. She goes, what are you talking about? It's a Christmas movie. How can it be only like? Yeah, it's on its way out. This this is the last week because after this week, it's gonna be gone. 
So we have to see it now. So there you go. So you can still see it, Joe, if you hurry up and come up to Richmond. <laughs> but, okay, so what you were saying, Paul, about being last Christmas. So halfway through this movie, and if you don't mind spoilers, Joe, I guess it's out of theater, so you're out of luck. Uh, spoilers ahead. Halfway through this movie, I had an inkling that, oh, wait a second, I think this dude that she's uh, having this affair with, or not having an affair, but, uh, you know, having a relationship with, this might, he might be dead. He might be the person. So what happened was when she was younger. Oh, no. Yeah. When she was younger, <laughs> she had heart problems. The overly literal lyrics. Yes. Go ahead. Very literal lyrics. <laughs> she had heart problems and she had a heart transplant that they reveal throughout the movie. On Christmas Eve. Christmas? Christmas uh, Day. No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with Christmas. It doesn't? Okay. No. All right. Go ahead. No, I don't think so. I think it was on George Christmas Michael Day, died on Christmas Day. Do you know that? I didn't even realize oh, really? that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah he yeah. had a heart attack on Christmas Day. Well, a heart attack, of all things. So this is pretty pretty interesting. So, yeah, so she had a heart problem. She had a heart transplant. And so she's working at this uh, Christmas store, and she meets this strange guy, and they go for a couple walks. And throughout the movie, you know, he's he's changing her life for the better. And halfway through the movie, I thought, wait a second, what if he's dead? Like, he's not, because... So like, it was his heart? Yes. It turns out to be that case. And I thought of that halfway through the movie, but then I thought, wait a second, it can't be, because this is a Christmas, feel-good, romantic, comedy-type movie where the girl finds a guy, and she gets her life turned around, and they live happily ever after. So if she, if he's dead, that's not going to happen. It's going to be a weird ending where she ends Does up... Does water destroy him? Single. <laughs> I don't know. It never rained in the movie. I, I can't tell you for sure. <laughs> and sure enough, at the end of the movie, it turns out, yes, he was the person who had the heart. And he's trying to... So she ends up alone at the end of the I, I believe movie. he died the, on Christmas or something weird. I mean, yeah, it's 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 supposed to be overly lyric, overly oh, literal lyric. It is right? super literal. Last Christmas, he gave you his heart, and the very next day, now she didn't give it away, so it's it's kind of weird. To, yeah, she'd be know. dead too if she gave it away. Yeah. 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 Okay. But now, as far now, outside of the fact that it's weird and she doesn't end up with him at the end, you don't get like, oh, I mean, she does. She turns her life around. She's happier, and her singing, she does a good job of being able to sing, but singing badly. Like, she does audition where she's singing, and it's not, like, really good. <laughs> You're like, like, you can tell she can sing, but she's not doing it well. And at the very end of the movie, she sings, well, <laughs> Last Christmas, believe it or not, and she nails it. I mean, it's wonderful. And I think that was part of the movie. Like, she was lost, and she's going through the steps, and she wasn't really dedicated to being a good singer. And at the end, she found everything, and she's in sync, and now she's a good singer or whatever. But, yeah, it's fantastic the way... Uh, the ending of it when she sang that song. It, it's, it, it sounds good. like a Hallmark movie. Uh, Other than the fact that they don't well, end okay. up together. Now, this is a Hallmark movie, even if he was a ghost, they'd end up together somehow. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would, yeah, she would die and meet him or something. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Live, live forever. Well, die together forever. Die in a sure. cheery yeah. way, of course. But, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, she, she would go with a big smile and they would walk off together. Oh, uh, in the clouds, something. yeah. Uh, wonderful. But this movie is a PG-13, and... I'm shocked because it had some good, it, it was very funny. It had a lot of funny, um, have you guys seen the, what's that other movie? That Christmas movie? Oh, so good. I keep talking yeah, there's about There's only it. what, two Christmas movies? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, Miracle 34th Street. Uh, no, that one. Uh, okay, forget it. I'm uh, what a wonderful Emma, life. Emma Thompson's in it. She's into that one too. 
No, forget it. I, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But this one, this movie has a lot of good uh, comedic scene, a lot of good comedic uh, moments in their <laughs> adult, uh, adult-ish comedic moments. So uh, as I guess PG-13 is right. I, I I could see where it could go rated R though, but uh, <laughs> it's it's very funny overall. I enjoyed the movie for a Christmas feel-good movie. It was weird because she didn't get with the guy. That was strange. But at the end of the day, she's happy and she's doing good for people. Yeah, that's blah, blah, blah. kind of a progressive uh, approach. She doesn't need a man to keep her happy. Yeah, I guess that's probably what it is. What it Just is. to keep her alive. Yeah. All she needs <laughs> is his part. <laughs> Just to keep her alive. <laughs> oh, Paul. That is that not is, me. That too. is another really odd thing. That, I, 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 <laughs> maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe size-wise, isn't it kind of rare for a woman and a man to... Uh, to give a heart, a man to give a heart to a woman just because of the size of the heart. But anyway, I'm being overly literal. Sorry. Yeah, that's uh, well, unless you're well, the... men's, men's hearts are naturally smaller, Paul. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, three, three sizes. Oh, wait, yeah, the Grinch. <laughs> wow. But uh, I, I, I enjoy this movie. I'd say this is at least a stream for a Christmas movie. Uh, like I said, I didn't really care for the ending. I, I wish she wouldn't have. He wouldn't have been a ghost. That way, they could be together. But other than that. It was funny. It was uh, heartful. And, uh, did they make pottery together? Mm, oh, no. Wow. Yeah, no. No ghost did, moments. Did, did Whoopi tell her that she was in danger? You're a danger girl. Oh. Yeah. That was a great Whoopi impersonation. Dude, the sequel's going to be awesome. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess it's a stream. Uh, Emily Clark did a really good job. I, Amelia. Amelia. Emily. <laughs> Why do I keep saying that? Oh, Amelia Clark. I'm just having a day today. Oh, man. Yeah, you can't talk today. No, I, you, I can't you, talk much. Are you having a stroke? <laughs> no, okay. I'm having a heart attack. It's Christmas. Yeah, he went and saw the Christmas movie. He's into the eggnog already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move right into Frozen 2, released November 22nd, 2019, rated PG, runtime 1 hour, 43 minutes, starring Kristen Bell, Adena Mizell, and Josh Gad. Description, Anna, Elsa, Kristoff, Olaf, and Sven leave Arendelle to travel to an ancient autumn-bound forest of an enchanted land. They set out to find the origin of Elsa's powers in order to, sa- in order to save their kingdom. IMDb gives a 7.3 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics get a 78%, while the audience gives it a 92%. Box office, the budget is $150 million. Worldwide gross is 763 So, yeah, it's doing okay for itself. Notes. Since Elsa was never barefoot in the original movie, the animators didn't bother giving her toes then. They had to remodel her feet with toes for the sequel. What does that mean? It's a- On the 3D model, they had to... Right? I mean, they use the same 3D models, I'm sure. Are they just out of facts? <laughs> yeah, you're right. That, that is I read that, and I'm like, what? It's just a cartoon. Well, here, here's an interesting factoid. <laughs> I, I read they, that, like, that is so weird. They drew Shaggy's penis <laughs> in the Scooby-Doo show because he had pants on. Well, the next movie coming out, <laughs> it's rated fun, R. Fun, fun, fun fact, Tarantino helped model the feed. No, okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, also weird. Extensive close-ups. <laughs> <the whole> <laughs> that was that was a really weird uh, note. Okay, more notes. Walt Disney Animation Studio, blank film, the last film of 2019. All right, guys, what number film is this from the Walt Disney Animation Studios? Oh wow! Oh, 
Uh, the last film in the 2010s, should I say? Uh, 32. Uh, I think you're, this is... you're talking about the number of animated features I've had. I think total, yeah. Yeah. 32? Well, okay. well, I don't know. Do you, do you count the... I assume you don't count the direct-to-video or this. Oh, do you? Yeah. I mean, that makes it hard, because then you're, like, talking 50s. Uh, I, right? don't, I don't have... Do you count all the CGI in the Marvel movies? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> Black Panther's one of them. Wow. Do, do, you, do, you, count, do you count... um? You know, Cinderella two, a twist in time. This is you, you know, gone off the rails. <laughs> Just give me a number. <laughs> Twenty eight. There you go. No, it was sixty one. It's a sixty first yeah. film. There you oh, go. Okay, I, I think they are counting those. Yeah, those, probably. Those, Who knows? Those uh, horribly. Uh, here are my thoughts. It was okay. My my daughter, uh, who is thirteen, liked it a lot. She rated it a little under uh, the first Frozen, but really liked it. Everyone else who saw it. Um, including my son, his girlfriend, me, and my wife. Uh, didn't think it was good as the original and probably gave it, whereas the first Frozen gave it uh, like a mid to high nines rating. Uh, we gave this one more of a mid sevens. So it's lost about two points or so. That's so what they give her weird feet. <laughs> yeah, huge toes. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> it's like Bozo the Clown in here. Were they uh, webbed? Oh. Yeah, of course. I don't know. Corns I all over him. It was terrible. I mean, the story was a little... I don't know. It was okay. It was a good movie, but A, the songs weren't as good, I don't think. The songs weren't as catchy. And B, they just it was too it was too heavy. Like there wasn't enough light moments. There was a I mean it's it stored it told a very particular story, had its arc, and Olaf did what he could to lighten it, but for the most part it was a very I mean it wasn't it was driven more by a particular story they wanted to get to an end and had less fluff in the middle to get you there, I guess. I don't know. It just, it didn't seem as good as far as I'm concerned. And I, uh, like I said, with my family, I think we all agreed except for my daughter who really, really liked it. So I'm saying Frozen 2 is also just a stream for me because it's just not, it's it's no Frozen. Now it's doing gangbusters at the box office. So uh, Frozen 3 is probably <laughs> going to be coming out anytime. So look for that. But uh, I mean, it was all right. I mean, I I would stream this probably, right? Pay a couple bucks to see it uh, once in the, in the comfort of my own home. But eh, I wouldn't rush out to see this at all, even though it's doing very well. And I guess girls do like it as much. Uh, I guess I have any questions about Frozen 2? Nope. 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 Oh, good. Very good. Very good. I found it a little long, too. So there you go. All right. And now our let's move on to our feature presentation. And now, our feature presentation. This feature presentation is Knives Out. I don't have a tagline. Oh, I screwed that up. Maybe there isn't one. Well, we'll say there isn't one, but it probably is. Released November 27, 2019. Director Ryan Johnson. You may know him from Star Wars Episode Eight, Boo. The Last Jedi, and The Looper. Or just Looper. <laughs> Paul, you just can't. You gotta <laughs> Rated. PG-13, runtime two hours and nine minutes, starring Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, Anna de Mares, Jamie Lee Curtis, John Don Johnson, so many people. Description, a detective in investigates the death of a patriarch of an eccentric, combative family. IMDb gives it an 8.1 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics give it a 97%, while the audience gives it a 92%. So this thing is uh, trending well. 
Box office budget forty million dollars. Opening weekend made twenty six million. Gross in the U.S. it's made fifty three, and worldwide gross eighty two million. Notes: The police detective heard on the television series Marta's sister is watching is voiced by Joseph Gordon Levitt, billed in the film's credits as Detective Hard Rock. Gordon Levitt has appeared in all five of the films uh, Ryan Johnson has directed. So that's interesting, right? What was yeah. that again? I'm sorry. What was what? The, what, the name you just said? Because I was just looking him up and I didn't hear you because I was looking for his name. Uh, it was Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He was the yeah. young Bruce Willis in Looper. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Apparently so he's, he's been, been in, in all. all of them. I guess. I was just trying to think out what he was in The Last Jedi, but... Yeah. But mm. he was yeah. also Cobra Commander, right? In, in the G.I. Joe movie. And, oh, anyway. man. Cobra Commander. Cobra! I, I think cartoon. he was in 10 Things I Hate About You, too, right? When he was young. Yeah, he was the right. yeah, the other yeah. one. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Uh, Ryan Johnson wrote and directed Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Paul? Boo. Thank you. Sorry. While Daniel Craig, had an un- Daniel Craig had an uncredited cameo as a stormtrooper in Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Do you guys know yeah. this? Yes, he was a stormtrooper, yeah. He was oh. the one that, 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 that uh, Ray says, uh, you know, Ray uses the mind trick on to... Get her to leave her, leave her alone in the room so she can escape. Ah, well, there you go. Hmm. hmm. I like that. All right, that's all the notes I have uh, as far as the movie goes. I really like this movie. Uh, I thought it was really well done. It was, I thought it was a little long. It drug a little in the middle, and I was like, okay, let's just wrap this up. But then once it started to unravel or reveal the the secrets and you know the twists and stuff. I was right immediately back in it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, let's do it." So, oh, it was, it was so good. So yeah, I I really enjoy this movie. I say it's a first run all the way. Like I said, it was a little long in the middle, but other than that, I thought it was fantastically done, and I liked all the characters. Paul, <laughs> your eyebrows went up a little. So what do you have to say? What? Oh, what about me? Yeah. Oh, I, what did you what did you rate it? I'm just curious. First run. No, I I, I love this movie. This is great. oh. I, uh, Oh, I, I know thought... that surprises you. I, I, I do boo him on Last Jedi. I feel like he's... <laughs> because I, it's not, it's obviously it's not his politics that bother me. It's just that he wanted to subvert expectations, which he did in this movie as well. I'm okay with that in a mystery. I'm not okay with that in, in a like main sequence Star Wars movie. I felt like it disappointed me in a lot of ways, The Last Jedi. Oh, this movie huh. was great. I, I mean, very political, right? He had a lot of political things to say. And it was fun. He subverted a lot of expectations. Uh, and I guess it's a spoiler to say that, yeah, you find out who the killer is, what, half hour in? Pretty, you know, pretty soon, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They, they tell you. But it's, but it's still a great movie. Well, technically, I guess at the end when they reveal she didn't really do it. She didn't kill him. Well, yeah, there was no no, no no, but the killer was always him. He always killed himself. Yeah. You find that out right away. Uh, uh, oh, I, I, okay, okay. I thought you meant yeah, but, you never sure, but you were never sure of it. Well, I don't I mean, know. You know I mean, he, you they, know they, he they, cut they, his throat, but if he was already dead, then cutting his throat was the formality, not the... Yeah. But you, but they actually, well, pretty pretty soon, they actually showed him, right? Him, her coming in, and then he, they actually show him... At one point, yeah, she... Yeah, yeah but, had he, but had he actually been poisoned, then, yeah. you know, him cutting his throat wasn't what killed him, right? I mean, honestly. Yeah. Huh, Okay. If you feed me a bunch of poison and I shoot myself to avoid the pain of the poisoning, you still killed me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, if you're dying of cancer and you, you know, call, uh, what's his face? Kevorkian? Kevorkian. You still died. Well, I guess no. In that case, he killed you, yeah. 
And yeah, I just but lost. Still, you, yeah. But yeah, cancer really killed you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just a formality at that point. Well, I'm, 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 anyway, I, I, I think well, however you want to parse it, I, I think you, you find out basically what happened about a half hour in, and you think that's the mystery. And yeah, of course, there's a twist. Twist was great. Um, yes. Yeah, if there wouldn't uh, be a twist, it would have been, I would have rated this very lower, much lower. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Chris the twist Evans was an okay job. too. It wasn't even like one of those weird ones you like, you're grown at it because the twist is terrible. Yeah, yeah. And, and, some, and some of it, a lot of the beats are predictable, but, but the end got me. I hadn't put it all together. I hadn't really thought of that at all. In yeah. Fact, I, I guess I, anyway, I don't want to give, well, I mean, it doesn't matter, but. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I, yeah. I, I would definitely, I'd first run this. I really, I, if you, especially if you like mystery movies, it's, it, it was a good one. Oh yeah. I love, I love fun. the whodunit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Love it. But I would not watch Last Jedi. Just warning you. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Ryan Johnson, double feature. You'd show up late to see this and not <laughs> miss the last Yeah, Jedi. yeah. Then, right, definitely gotcha, not. Don't, gotcha. don't do all that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> all right. Awesome. And I did like I, I did like Tony Collette's t- takedown of Gwyneth Paltrow, which is kind of what I thought you know they were going for there. You know. Okay. Uh, I, what? Tony Collette. You know. You know Tony Collette. Yeah, Monk, right? Monk. Is that Tony Collette? The, the, the mother, the... Oh, wait. The, uh, <laughs> you <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, oh, never no, mind. In the movie, the, mom, <laughs> the woman that... The, uh... What, what, wow. The daughter-in-law, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, the one that wasn't part of the family. Right. And yeah, yeah. She kind of talked, and she had a lifestyle brand. Yeah. They were making fun of Gwyneth Paltrow there, right? Because Gwyneth Paltrow has a lifestyle brand. And they used a very similar name to Gwyneth Oh, to Gwyneth, uh, I yeah, I totally yeah no I'm not cool enough to. Tom is going to Mark. Like this is really off topic, Paul. Shalhoub, <laughs> 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 wow. Sorry, anyway, Tony Shalhoub. I, I thought I, I thought that was amusing. They, they, I, I guess. You probably got more out of this than Joe and I combined, because you know yeah, all the little. Paul, Paul Paul works at a much deeper level. Than <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're wa- we're watching at face value. Yeah, I'm in here. Oh, he, he stepped in the poopy. <laughs> Paul's like, well, that's a representation of the United States government. Well, I mean, well, come on, you, you you know that when he when he said, you won this by not by playing it their way, but by playing it your way, that that was a political statement, wasn't it? He, he Ryan Johnson was trying to say something about. Hmm. Right now, politics, I think. But, oh, I, I mean, whether he's right or not, I don't know. But Okay, all right. Like I said, you're on a much higher plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Paul even sees in more colors than me. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just, I have no experience of life. Like, wow. <laughs> Very intriguing. All right, Joe. So we haven't heard your rating. So uh, what? So I, I love this movie. It oh, is yeah. fantastic. And you know, and the and the great thing was, it was just self-aware enough to know when it was being stupid and make fun of itself. <laughs> All right, like yeah. that horrible accent. Said the first time he talked, you're like, 
oh my god, what the hell are they doing? And then they start <laughs> making fun of it just in time before it ruins the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then it becomes fun. It's like, oh, okay. I get what you're doing here. I'm on board. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean, the whole cast was awesome. I loved everyone in the movie. Chris Evans, did he look way younger? Yeah, they de-aged him. <laughs> <laughs> they had to. Yeah, no, and he did this, look this like... This did seem kind of like maybe... Uh... Let, let's get out from under Captain America. Maybe yeah. Role? I don't know. Yeah. That yeah, was really awesome. And Garfunkel was in it, which I loved seeing her show up. Wish she had a bigger role, but. Wait a second. Where, where is she at? What's that? Who is she? She was. They, they aged her in that movie. She was one of the uh, sisters. What? Which one? She was the one with the. It wasn't Tony Collette, but the other. She was married to. Uh, God, what was it? Michael Shannon. Really? Yes. I didn't even pick up on that. Huh. Why yeah, I, got it? I saw her. Oh, my God, it's Garfunkel. Loved it. Where's out? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Nice. But yeah, I always think she's funny. And I, I actually, when I was on my way back from Florida, I listened to, they had a D- Douglas movies. Oh. He had an episode that had Ryan Johnson, Ricky Lindholm, and it was all Oh, really? Film. Yeah. And so they all talked about this movie and filming it and things like that and had a and they all had a lot of really funny Jamie Lee Curtis stories. Oh, I have to listen to that. Talking episode. about it. Apparently that house they rented it from some bajillionaire couple or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> and they were in there and like Jamie Lee Curtis like took a shelf on their fridge. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was in there, she like met the family, became friends with them. She was like making breakfast with them and stuff wow. while the crew was trying to set up. Jeez, huh? That's she interesting. ended up in like twice as many scenes as she was written for because she just showed up for work every day, even if she wasn't in the team. <laughs> wow. They just started writing her in more and more in the movie. Oh, that's like, good. Wow, she was just a pleasure. Yeah, Ryan Johnson's like, she's just a pleasure to work with. She's perfectly <laughs> professional and she was there every day. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, so we wrote her in. <laughs> so if, yeah, if you're a fan of movies, which if you're listening to this, you are, Doug Loves Movies is a great uh, podcast to listen to. Yeah. If you like games too. And did you see the uh, 12 Days of Christmas has come out? 12 Guests of Christmas? Oh, it's come out? It's, yeah, it's out it's been out like a week or two. I haven't listened to it yet. So I've been really? waiting because for a special. I was listening on the way up. I didn't see it yet. Yeah, yeah. It's it's out. So I'm excited to listen to that. That's always a special episode he does for Christmas. But uh, back to the movie. Joe, what do you give this rating? I give this a uh, first run. Nice. Very nice. We all agreed. It's a very good movie. Am I the only one that thought it was a little long in the middle? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't find it that. I mean, maybe, maybe. Uh... Maybe because I, I, I didn't see a twist coming. So it's kind of like, okay, well, if this is just gonna play out, let's just play it out and get over with it. But then it started twisting. That was like, oh, oh okay, okay. I, you know, it, I kind of got uh, a little out of it a little just because it took a little <laughs> long to yeah. get it twisted. I didn't even. I didn't notice the time passing. So. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. No. So yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> well, hell's bells. <laughs> good enough then. All right. Well, I think uh, we are good. You guys have anything else to add about this movie or anything in general? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. All right. Well, I think that will wrap up this episode. So thanks again for Joe and Paul for joining me. And until next time, that's a wrap. Is 
a young woman subscribed to bad decisions. Working as an elf in a year-round Christmas store is not good for her wannabe singer. Or for her wannabe singer. It's not good for the wannabe... Oh, not good... Kate is a young woman subscribed to bad... In Kate is a young woman described... Jeez. Kate is a young woman subscribed to bad decisions. <laughs> Quiet! I'm cutting some of this stuff off so you can't just randomly oh laugh. God, he finally nailed it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you son of a bitch. Put it on mute.